0: Welcome to another edition of the Stephen Hayes Show. I hope all is well, and I hope everyone had a chance to enjoy some time over the weekend. I hope you were able to get some work done, whether that was getting some work done in the office, getting some work done around the home, or simply sitting on your butt doing nothing. I hope you were able to accomplish that, and as always, I hope you were able to spend some quality time with family and friends. Now, I got a little bit of of a thing I want to get off my chest here, man. Over the weekend, it was some great college football games. It was some really, 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 really great college football games, some great performances. But sometimes I think, you know, we as fans and as media get, get overtaken by the moment. And I would say become too opinionated on what's going on, right? Over the weekend, USC had just a phenomenal performance against Washington. It was a good game. It really was. You know, it was a back and forth for the most part, but Washington prevailed and, you know, things that were said that I didn't like. And for me, it was one of those games where, you know, it could have came up as an instant classic. Washington won 52-42, but... First and foremost, shout out to Washington. Shout out to uh, Michael Penix Jr. He, you know, he had a hell of a performance: 256 yards, 22 for 30, two touchdowns, one interception. And then Dylan Johnson, 26 carries on the ground, 256 yards rushing, four touchdowns. Oh my goodness! Like absolutely amazing. But you know, on the other side, you had USC. Caleb Williams had a good. He had a good game. Twenty-seven for 35, 312 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Austin uh, Jones had 11 carries for 127 yards. Taj Washington, he had eight receptions for 122 yards. It was an all-around good game. It was an all-around great performance. That's why it annoyed me, you know, where the, the backlash that was received by Washington, I mean, by uh, USC, and then especially making fun of the quarterback. So if you didn't see it, Caleb Williams, after the game, you know, he went and hopped up in the stand, still had his uniform on, and I believe it was his mother who he went to and he hugged and he was crying. Now, you didn't see him crying. Again, if this was his mother, I believe it was his mother, though. She put the paper over his face, and you couldn't see anything. Shout out to her for that. But, you know, he, he was crying. You saw the shoulder shake. He was crying. He was hurt. And with that, USC suffers their third loss of the season, so now they're sitting at 7-3. There's pretty much no chance for them to make the playoffs. So, you know, a lot went into that. Now, with that all being said, it was a good game. It was a back and forth game. Uh, Washington Washington is a hell of a, you know, a team. In the second quarter, they put up 28 points. It was a back and forth battle, you know, and then USC came right back. But then in the fourth quarter, Washington scored 10 points. USC didn't score. Final score again, 52-42. It was a good game. I just don't understand, me personally, why we feel the need to be little athletes, try to make fun of them. Again, I could care less if you have some type of bet on the line and you're sitting there and you're saying, you know, you ruined my whatever fantasy, whatever the case may be. I don't care. It was tough, right? It was tough to to watch, rather, because you know the pain that he's going through because I believe at the end at the press conference he said he just wants to go home, cuddle up with his dog, watch some shows. And like I said, you know there's no chance for them to make the playoffs, right? But when you look at it and you got so much riding on the line for this man, like NFL prospect, clearly, draft stock, and all this you know plays a part. And I personally don't think it hurts, but that's just how we are as fans and as media you know, we're so opinionated and then things get so blown out of proportion. And again, I saw one person on Twitter. I saw media supposedly respected professional media members. And I saw one person say, "Um, just picture if this was Kobe. You know, Kobe would never. And I, and what what does that have to do? What does Caleb Williams crying have to do with Kobe Bryant? And I love Kobe Bryant. Like, I, I was a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. But what does Caleb Williams have to do? There's no comparison there, right? You know, again, you know, you, like I said, you, you you could be betting on the game or whatever the the stakes are for you. You let that affect what the situation is, right? So for me, I just want everybody to calm down. Understand that they're still young in their careers, they're still learning, they're still developing. These type of things make them stronger, right? Again, I don't know what you're trying to clown the man for the performance that he put on. He had a hell of a performance. 312 yards, 27 for 35, three touchdowns, no interceptions. You can't clown that. That was a good game. You know, uh Washington just had more, right? And Washington is, is on a the roll, they're doing their thing. But again, if this was already the, the uh, I think it's going to be the 12-team playoff. So if this was, that, they might have a huge chance to make it depending on, you know, what some of those other teams' losses look like, record look like. But, you know, they're not going to make the playoff. But I just think it's crazy, man, for you to sit there and for you to, to bash people like that. And to, I don't know if it makes you feel good. Now they have a huge, USC has a huge game coming right back. They play Oregon. Um, Oregon's been playing extremely well. They've played; they're eight and one, and the only team they lost to is Washington. So that speaks to the volumes of where Washington is, right? But USC will be fine. Kayla Williams will be fine, you know. But that's just something I don't like. That's just something you know that is not tolerated here at Tonal Vision Sports. So one of the main things that we're about is positivity in the media world. One of the main things that we like to do is put out, you know, uh, positive stories. If we, you know, now when we're talking about the journalism side of it, it's straight to the book. Like you, like your are old school reading a newspaper. It's no fluff. It's no propaganda. But as far as when it comes to putting out positivity, we like to talk about athletes, if they're doing something positive in their communities, you know, things of that nature. But what we will not do and what we will never do and what will never be published or what will never be said here at Tunnel Vision Sports is that we're, Promoting negativity in athletes—that's just not what we do, you know. Um, it's one of those things where I I have to make sure that that's said and that's stressed because we're a positive outlet, you know. Um, we don't talk about politics, religion, anything of the nature, right? We don't get into it. We're here for the sports. That's why the name of this company is Tunnel Vision Sports. And if we strike your interest, if you're a student. If you're looking to move on to a new space and you're, if you've already started your career and you're looking to move on to a new space and we seem to have struck your interest, just know that whether you're PR, audio, social media, broadcast, or written journal, like whatever the case may be, whatever position we have, there is no negativity, not just with us when it comes to putting out content. But it's no negativity with us when it comes to the people that we, you know, our peers, the people that we work with. Respect is important for us. That's what I wish everybody was on, but it ain't the case. You know, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I just had to 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 say that because it really annoyed me the way people were trying to clown Caleb Williams. And I, and I just don't like stuff like that. But again, shout out to Washington. Washington put on a hell of a performance. They had a good game. Shout out to USC. USC put on a hell of a performance. They had a good game. They just, you know, they couldn't get past, you know, that fourth quarter hurdle. Again, I I don't know how they'll rank the playoff system because you're going to have to let a team in with three losses at some point. You're going to have to. And it's going to come down to it. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play that out. Because, you know, um that's one of those things where if you look at it, the way it's shaped up now with the four teams And obviously you could tell They don't, they're really tough If you got one loss it's a lot of teams that's going to be In that one loss bracket And then I think there's a lot of teams going to be in the two and three loss bracket Especially with expanding because they'll still have a chance So it's going to be interesting How they do that, it's going to be interesting How they rank that system How they prepare and set up for that But we'll see uh, Moving on I want to get into some basketball. I talked about the Lakers. I talked about the Lakers, and I talked about how the Lakers will be fine. And I still believe that. I firmly believe that Lakers will be fine. I want to get into the Warriors a little bit and how I think they're sitting at six and two. They're starting off pretty strong. They're one of the main things that they've only lost one road game so far, and they've they had a you know crazy schedule for the road. I think they're man, I think four four or five games on the road right now. Again. They, they're they interesting to me because Steph does this lately where he he starts off hot and he seems, you know, unstoppable. And then some unfortunate thing happens. Sometimes it might be a little neck injury. Sometimes sits him down for a month or two. But, again, I'm hoping that's not the case. But the Warriors are looking like a solid team from start to finish. When that last road game they played was the Pistons. So they played the Pistons, and it was one of those games where, to me, last year the Warriors lose that game, right? But trading for Chris Paul, he clearly changes things for them. Even with Steph Curry, I believe it was in the first quarter, Steph Curry scored uh, 16 points, and he had 34 for the game. He shot 12 of 26, he only shot three or four from the free throw line. So, you know, he was about buckets. You're looking at this team, starters and bench-wise, you're looking at the team, you're looking at everything that they're doing. And I noticed something that people are not talking about. One of the main things that I see with this Pistons team is how Chris Paul changes them. Now, if we get into some plus-minus here, the, the starters have, I mean, I'm sorry, the bench players have been outperforming the starters when it comes to the plus-minus. Now, on that game, Steph Curry was plus-17, Kevon Looney plus-5, Draymond plus-1, Clay plus plus-1, Wiggins minus-4. Now, Wiggins is on a little struggle, but he'll be all right. He'll get it together. Um, He'll come through in the clutch when they need him to. But if we get into the bench, Dario Saric plus-1, Trey Jackson Davis plus-1, Chris Paul plus-13, Gary Payton the second plus-11. Moses Moody, plus eight. Even the rookie, uh, Brandon, plus one. Again, one of the main things that I'm looking at and I'm seeing with this Warriors team is how their bench is performing. And all the success, no matter when it was Kevin Durant on the team, no matter what the case may be, all the success that the Warriors have had is due to the bench. You know, no matter how crazy of a game Steph might have had, Clay might have had, like I said, when Kevin Durant was on the team, even when Jordan Poole was on the team, like all their success is credited to the bench. Um, they've always had, you know, a solid core off the bench when they had Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, David West, uh, Otto Porter, and all these players are not on the same team together, but I'm just naming off players that they had. Otto Porter, you know, they've they've had some really good, Leandra Barbosa, like they've had some really good players to come off the bench. And the bench has always been one of the the staple points for them, one of the, the standouts for them. Now, don't know where they'll, uh, you know, land, don't know what they'll look like. It's early in the season. So like I said, sitting at six and two, but the playoff, they were 11 and 30 uh, last year on the road. And to already overcome some of those hurdles and not get back to what they call those role warriors, they're looking good so far. Um, they're a team to watch out for, in my personal opinion, but we'll see. As of right now, and I'm not one for big reactions and overreactions, but to me, they're a team to look out for. That's just you know how I see it. Now, with that being said, before we get out of here today, it wouldn't be right. If i didn't give out some horse awards we got some huge huge performances to talk about and we just got finished talking about the warriors so like i said let's uh let's start there stephen curry gets the first horse award scoring 34 points went 12 of 26 but he has 16 points in the first quarter it was three or four from the free throw line so he didn't have to even take many free throws so you know that was all buckets there so shout out to steph curry and shout out to the warriors you know, the one thing about these horse Awards is the performances that the players give. That is what I want to recognize, right? Because sometimes it gets overlooked. But again, that is one of the main things that we do. That's why we talk about it. Second horse Award, going to Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals. Took care of the Buffalo Bills, 24-18. Joe Burrow was 31 for 44, 348 yards, two touchdowns. No interceptions Only will sack one time You know These are the type of things That we're talking about We want to recognize and, we're, and again I've said this before We're not going to Only do pro We're going to do college We're going to do high school Speaking of which I have to give A huge shout out And a horse award To Alabama's QB Milro. Now Jalen Milrow Had a Ridiculous game Alabama beat LSU 42-28. Jalen Melrose, for passing half, he was 15-23, 219 yards. He had no touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay, you're looking like, okay, that's not impressive. But on the ground, he had 20 carries, 155 yards, and four touchdowns. That is amazing. Like, seriously, the dude balled out. You cannot talk about how, how cold Of a game he had, like, it was an amazing stat line for him. And we got two more this week. We got two more. I'm only doing five this week. So my last two Hawks awards are going to go to teammates. Um, But we're not going to combine them sometimes like we normally do. We'll split them up. But that's going to Washington. And their QB, Michael Penix Jr. He was 22 for 30, 256 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But Dylan Johnson. 26 carries, Washington's running back, 256 yards and four touchdowns. Those are some horse performances. Those are some outright dog performances. Like they have some good performances. Shout out to Washington. Shout out to Alabama. Shout out to the Warriors. Shout out to the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? Like it was some it was some really, really good performances. And, you know, for me, I just can't. Think of A better way to show our appreciation To, to, to the play that these people are giving out you know the of Awards May not be nothing to you But they're big to us because we want to highlight this We want to recognize you know what these players Are doing so again uh, To running back our of Awards Steph Curry Joe Burrow Michael Penix Jr. and Jalen Merrow And Dylan Johnson So appreciate you guys man Keep doing your thing keep balling out That's today's episode. This is the Stephen Hayes Show. I'm out.